You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. Plus legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat the, eat all the leftover leftover chocolate chips which was a lot then you'd roll the barrel up up the hill and then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down and we've also had an amazing guest like mike the miz jason isbell carrie brownstein and corin tucker of slater kinney and many more and you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) change.dork change.dork and congratulations you played yourself Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear, with Shannon Doherty. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career. I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer, the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it, it's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina. And this is Devin, I guess guys, no no last names today. I guess no last name. Um, she's pursuing a pop career just like Robin. Devin and I are both single. We're both on the apps. We're both trying to figure out our medication. We both DM'd Ronald from Jury Duty, or was that just me? Oh, that was actually just you. But you know what's so funny? And we'll jump into this. I um, am in Atlanta. Traveling the world, just going to Atlanta, maybe Arkansas from Memorial Day to see my grandmother and her 14 cats. But, um, and by the way, she told me that I can't stay at her house because of that, which I totally understood. I I was like, oh, wow, maybe this is where I got reclusive behavior from. The fact that my grandmother, when I asked if I could come for Thanksgiving, said, yeah, but where will you stay? Oh, my God. And I was like, ice cold. She's ice cold. Um... So I, being in a new city, thought, what healthy habits I'm going to start now? And 
two of those, one was go on Raya and the second one was go on Hinge because I need to take control of my dating life and stop expecting um, Andrew Garfield to walk through my front door, say, come with me. Here is a wedding gown and a dry cleaning bag. Put it on and we'll go get married and we don't have to get to know each other because I'll just be your husband. Why didn't he say like, come with me? Come <laughs> with me. We'll go that- get married at Big Ben. Isn't that his accent? That is exactly what he sounds like. And we've always been good at imitations. And Devin and I are launching our acting careers um, summer 2024. So I am on Raya and Whitney, famously from Southern Charm. Who, Stop. No. When I, saw, when I saw him on Southern Charm for the first time, when Devin, you know, brought me into the world of Southern Charm, which was it a good thing? Was it a bad thing? It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, giving someone their first line of cocaine. You're just like, be careful with this, but um, have a good time as well. So Devin gives me the line of Southern Charm. I snort it. I see Whitney. And the first thing I say is that is a man who looks like the people I see on Raya, like kind of obviously not living well, but also thinks he's like a 25 year old rocker and really just like lives with his mom in Southern California, I mean, in South Carolina. Um, so, but I was like, you know what? I want to see if we match. Like I am, this is a social experiment at this point. I've met two people on apps in the past 10 years. I am way too nervous to meet a third person. This is really just a first step, just dipping my toe in. So I swipe right. Next thing you know, I see Shep again. What do you think I'm going to do there? Obviously swipe, right? I have not heard. I have not heard a peep, nothing. And and that was also a social experiment. So I was like, I think Whitney is disgusting, but you know, he thinks I'm disgusting too. Well, that's the thing that sucks about Raya is like, you think about deleting it. You're like, this is a waste of money. Everyone on here is horrible. No one matches. And then you see an Eric Andre, you see a Nathan prof- Fielder. professional football player. And you're like, okay, wait, but wait a second. And then you want, you think every day you, you're like, today's going to be the day I open that app. Wait, is Nathan Fielder on there? My friend said that she saw him. He now has a girlfriend, unfortunately, but my friend said that she saw him and that they matched, but he didn't respond to her text. Who knows? It might've been like a fake these days. You never know. Our mutual friend, which I don't know if she'll mind keeping this in the pod, but I wouldn't mind if I was her, but I said to her like, but the thing is like, you never actually match with celebrities. And she's like, really? I have a few times. And I was like, all right, well, fuck off. Well, fuck off. She has naturally plump lips. And that is something that, has been hard for me and my friendship with her. You know how the girl, the rom-com is like so typically hot, but she's still like having dating problems and stuff. That's how I feel being friends with my hot friends who have trouble dating. Like, I just feel like, wait, you're having problems. I know, but I, but how Devin has C's D's question mark. They are D's in fact. Oh my God. But this is how I feel. This is how I feel. It's to call upon an old quarantine segment where Jesse Konevsky said, where are these ma- male best friends who are waiting to step in and say, I've actually been in love with you the whole time. That's how I feel today. I'm like, Hey, if anyone's out there who's secretly been like, of course I'm in love with you, Devin, like this whole time I've been waiting and pining for you. Step right up. The door is open. The I'm door right is here. goddamn open right here. Yeah. Andrew Garfield walk into my house. I will go <laughs> like, to Westminster Abbey. Oh, Carolina. Oh, oh, actually I loved you the whole time. <laughs> oh my God. Dead on. 
I wanted to actually talk about that because I, I've been seeing um, multiple beautiful women who are friends with handsome men. And I thought, not for me. I can't do that. If I was going out, like just hanging out and going, grabbing coffee, like, like meeting up with hot, I, I would be like, oh, so when are we having sex? This was yeah. my problem in high school, actually. I had two handsome guy friends, like classically handsome, like hot girls were pining after them who kept wanting to hang out with me. And I was like, what is happening? And I realized they just thought I was funny. But I was like, no, 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 I'm not here for that. I'm not a little clown. I'm not going to dance like a monkey for you. You have to give me something. Yeah. And it has to be your penis. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, I'm still friends with them to this day. And one of them, I'm still waiting for him to like, I'm, I'm always like, is he going to confess his love for me soon? It's been... Bear it's with been me. long enough. 16 years. And I'm still like, so are you? We could have it a out? teenager by now. We could absolutely have a teenager by now. And I just like I it's it's past the point where I even have a crush on this person. If I use all of my brain, but my ego and my like uh, the side of me, it's not even like my body. It's more my ego and the side of me that likes excitement and drama is like, are yeah. you just going to one day be say this is i've realized you've been in front of me this entire time yeah and i would probably be like sure someone who's nice i don't even care about how this good the sex is at this point in my life i mean i i will and i i do but you know when you're tired when you've been burned you just want a warm body to lay on top of you do i sound okay <laughs> neither neither of us sounds okay and neither neither of us are okay but as lauren conrad says on the hills i've been burned by so many friends especially lately because i did decide <laughs> to rejoin the apps and this is what i'll say and i know i've said this before two things that are insulting one when someone unhinge you know you have like the ability more like to, unhinged more like unhinged you have the ability to comment on... <laughs> and that's on... our podcast for today. You have the okay. ability to comment on prompts. Yes. So it's insulting to me when someone comments on the prompt as if like, okay, and we're dating basically. Like I put on mine that I'm looking for something casual right now, which I like am, but also it's hot. kind of like... It's kind of like a manipulative it's, tactic. It's hot. No, but it, it, it's also hot. If a guy, I, I don't even, I'm turned off when guys say they're looking for like monogamy or looking for a serious relationship. Okay. So a man who I have not Which matched I am. with, <laughs> a man who I have not matched with comments on my prompt, lovely fuck buddies, but also can I bring my PJs and spend the night? Don't worry. I won't fall for you in parentheses or anyone. Thanks. Exclamation point, exclamation point, open face, smiling emoji no like are you no. a are you a no. murderer the other thing that bothers me is people will do that and be like great let's get drinks it's like no you have to ask me a question i'm not like that i think that's what bothers me i'm like you're not even gonna ask you're just gonna be like great so we're doing this it's like no we're not doing this i'm actually not interested in you at all first of all second of all the other insulting thing is hey hi hi devin hey dev you know give me a question or a sentence I deserve at least that much. You know, it's interesting. What I'll say is apps have made it easy for men. They really have. You do not need to muster the courage. To oh, and it was so hard before a woman. But I mean, like you don't you, it's made it so easy. You can do this from your couch. You can do this at work. You can hit on a girl from your your, you know, 
the bedroom that you share with your wife. Like you can do whatever you want from your phone. And yet they still do the bare minimum. The bare ass. They they don't. I mean, listen, there's some, you know, the the rule doesn't apply to anyone. There's some exceptions, but I have found the same. I, I mean, we don't need to go over men's terrible profiles, but I will say I'm in Atlanta and I'm seeing a lot of moderate. A lot no, of conservative, guns. a lot of other, other when the political, other? I'm like, I, I'm not interested in that. I don't even know what that is. And I'm scared. That means all right. I think um, so. Yeah. I'm just like, what the, f-? or it means like I'm too smart for par- political parties and that I is know its own nightmare. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm skewed. I'm um, skewed. <laughs> and there's a lot of men telling me how to live life just in their profile. Yeah. Like you've got to be enthusiastic, people who are open-minded. And there's a few hints of passive aggression, obviously, like people who don't overreact in situations. I'm like, okay, I don't care what you did to your ex-girlfriend, but you need to, you need to, you know, process that and then come back. Yes. And then come back to me and speak to me like a normal human being. <laughs> people who don't overreact. I know it's so, it's so upsetting but i also I, sorry i also thought it would be funny on hinge and now i feel like i'm gonna say this and then people in the comments are gonna be like well you were asking for it and you never should have done that i thought it would be funny on hinge because they have a prompt that's like guess this about me and i thought it would be funny to say my weight because obviously i thought anyone with any common sense would be like oh my god of course she's kidding like a woman doesn't want someone to guess her weight like that's crazy uh you know, a lot of people took it seriously and it was really bad for my eating disorder and I had to take it down. But I, 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 I love you. And I think that joke is very funny. I think it, it literally would only work if there was an alt comedy. People are stupid. People are stupid. So people are guessing like one guy guessed like 120 and I was like, oh, that's flattering. But it also like I'm not that. Not the so, point. Yeah. so that makes me upset. And then I can never meet up with him because I'm not actually that. Another person guessed 142. It's like too close to home. Please get away. And then someone guessed 600, which was funny. Another yeah, guy, funny. another guy like. Um, and that's, uh, you know, uh, cue to your favorite show. Yeah. My so that, so that was good. And then um, another guy said something along the lines of like like th- this was the same thing before we matched he like commented on the prompt and he's like uh it'd be it'd be easier to guess in real life like maybe we should meet in person i'm like i can lift you up and put you on oh a scale oh my god so horrifying another guy like we matched because he we matched in a different way like he liked one of my other prompts or something and then he's like Hey, how's your weekend? I'm like, oh fucking Christ. I'm like, good. How's because <laughs> by the way, if someone if someone gives me that energy, I will not give more back. If someone says hi, I either don't respond or I say hi. Um, Katie Delaney on Twitter was like, I could not care less how anyone on a dating app's weekend was. No, I could not I don't. care less. I, I I struggle to think of what I could actually care less about. So I'm like, it's good. How was yours? And he's like, Good. Do you want me to guess your weight? I was like, all right. <laughs> That's fuck. actually really funny. I mean, not intentionally, but yeah. Yeah. So do you want me to guess your weight or what? <laughs> I did have an actually prompt that was kind of successful, um, meaning that I got a lot of reactions to it. And it was very true where it was the one that on Hinge that says dating me is like dot, dot, dot. And I wrote a fun part-time job 
with time off where I need time alone in silence. And a lot of guys liked it. And I was like, oh, this is what everyone wants to some extent. Like just yeah. like a partner and then like leave me alone because humans are not meant to be joined at the hip. Like yeah. go hunt and gather for like a good six hours while I get my own privacy. It was why there were so many COVID breakups and so many people got moved very quickly. It was both. I'm like, this is a new statement. Hot take. COVID. There are breakups Broke because of people it. Up. Yeah. I want true I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast, This season will be even more revealing and more personal with more entrepreneurs, more trailblazers, more live events, more Martha, and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Walter Isaacson, about the geniuses who change the world. Encore Jane, about creating a billion-dollar startup. Dr. Elisa Pressman about the five basic strategies to help parents raise good humans. Florence Fabricant about the authenticity in the world of food writing. Be sure to tune in to season two of the Martha Stewart podcast. Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. Probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. What I wanted to say is that what I do like about the apps 
is that I think something that you and I share is that we are not used to being adored. For instance, not to blow up your spot, but I think you met someone recently who saw your worth and your double D's. One D, double D. They all look the same to me. One. Um, Your one D. (laughs) But a single D. And um, just noticed you for like how amazing you are. And I, I, I remember the first time I went on an app last year after a breakup, I got like some guy was like, you are so beautiful. You're so cute. And I thought, wow, I need this right now. I do not need to be known for my personality because sometimes, and the listeners will agree, it comes up short. So I need to be known for actually my beauty. And it reminded me of a friend. <laughs> so I need to be known for actually, actually need to be my, known beauty. For my beauty. And I'm okay with that. I mean, it's the best line from little miss sunshine when, uh, Olive asks her grandfather, you know, am I beautiful? And he says, you're so beautiful and I love you for your beauty. I don't love you for your brains or your personality. Aww. And it's like, I, I could cry. It's like one of my favorite scenes in a movie because it's like, that's exactly what a little girl in this society wants to hear. <laughs> I, I know how fucked up that is, but like, I don't want to be told that like, I know I'm like, no, I'm hot. I'm beautiful. And I need someone to tell me that because funny doesn't cut it all the time. And again, our listeners are like, she's not that funny sometimes. And I would agree with you and actually ask you to date me. I mean, so a friend of mine said that her fetish was being worshipped. And like another friend said that she thought it would be cool to lie down on the floor, have a guy smoke a cigarette and circle her deciding if he wanted to have sex with her or not. That does sound hot to me, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Yes, because <laughs> we are so fucked up. Like, oh, okay. The, the, it's crazy to me that the situation the fetish that sounded weirder was the one where you're worshipped like i was like oh god freak freak of nature you're like in what sense do you mean okay how embarrassing for you that you just said that instead of being like yeah that probably is the most healthy take on sex is someone just like you know your your body is disneyland i want someone to worship is a disneyland i want someone to worship me the way i worship worship cookie which is that when i look at him it physically pains me. Yeah, I like, know that feeling. How cute he is and how I want to like smother him. Because I want someone to want to smother me because they love me so much. Is that yes. so much to ask? No, it's not. We all want to be loved the way we love our dogs. I was literally just walking around Atlanta thinking, if is there a place where I could get a dog? I just fantasized about going into the vet because I saw a vet and saying, are there any dogs that have, n- have been neglected? that you want me to get and just walking out with one. Yeah. It's kind of like drinking, like when you're an alcoholic, like I just want to like go get drunk right now. Like I just want to go get a dog. I don't care about the consequences. I don't care what yeah, happens like, tomorrow. Let's just go away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't let's care if I work tomorrow. Party. I don't care yeah. if I can't take care of it tomorrow. I just want to hang out with it now. I don't care if it pisses and shits all over my floor. I need my baby. I know. Cookie is like, he really... He really came into my life when I needed him. But I actually can't speak about that because I will cry and I'm on the verge of a total mental breakdown right now. Okay. People are going to like listen to this episode as the time before Devin and I checked into the psych ward. Like there's going to be an editor's note at the end of this being like, shortly after this episode was recorded, Devin checked into. I'm going, I'm not even going to the mental hospital. I'm going to fucking Cropsy. You know what I'm talking about? What's that? That was that. That abandoned, um, it was like an, it was a Netflix documentary. It was like one of the first true crime wave documentaries about like an abandoned, haunted, former, um, 
mental hospital in like Staten Island where that was haunted by a ghost called Cropsy. I'm going to Cropsy's house. <laughs> Cropsy's house. <laughs> Party at Cropsy's house. I'm, I'm going to see if Cropsy will worship me. How about that? Probably would. Okay. So we have to move on because this week in television. This week in television is correct. This is the thing. I have never watched an episode of a Bravo television show twice with full focus. Like the previous episodes of Vanderpump Rules, it's like I watch once with full focus and then once like in the background. This most recent episode, I had to go back and watch it a second time, fully focused, no phone, no distractions, because I was like, wait, this is a literal detective. Like this is you, like details piecing together. It's and true detective season four. It's true. It really is. Especially with that, that weird, like La des- desert, desert thing, like in the woodlands. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. This is so fucking crazy. So where do we even begin? I want to say this. And that is that just like succession, I may have said this on the pod before. I know I'm going to watch this over again. And that excites me because that is how yes. full of fucking Easter eggs this is. So just to give a quick recap of the episode, it's Raquel's birthday. Looks to camera. Not that I needed that. They go to a. Oh, yeah. I really hope 28 is a better year for me. I'm like, fuck the fuck off. She confesses to everyone. And someone pointed this out to me recently. I met another VPR fan um, at work, and, and that was actually a very important moment for me. And she said, so after a beach day where if we all remember, James Kennedy threw a drink in Schwartz's face, which made me my heart grow eight sizes like the Grinch. Um, they Raquel Sandoval and Schwartz, probably not go into Sandoval's hot tub. The next morning, Raquel shows up hours late to work and says, I slept at Sandoval's. And she goes like this, but nothing happened. Oh and my, my God. My friend at work said, imagine if like, for instance, I slept over. First of all, imagine if Devin and I had a boyfriend right now, that'd be fucking nice. Wouldn't it? Imagine Devin, if you slept over at my hot boyfriend's house and then when I said, wait, where did you sleep that night? And you said, I crashed your boyfriend's house, but nothing happened. I would be like, yeah, of course it did. Like, why are you saying that? It's such a red flag on its own. Like, yeah, I should be able to trust you because you're one of my best friends around like the person that is my partner. And Lisa Vanderpump, who I think is onto this as well, is like, this is very weird. Everyone's onto it. If Ken's onto it, everyone's onto it. Ken gives a terrible acting performance, but we love him anyway. When he walks into a kitchen just to say, I can't believe that Raquel. So you can see he's like trying to remember his next word. He's like slept at Sandoval's all night after being in the hot tub. And Katie Maloney, you can tell, just doesn't believe it. She's like, are you guys spreading rumors? She's she like, really- do you have dementia, Ken? She's like, no, I'm Katie. I'm not Pandora. I'm Katie. <laughs> and you're not my daddy. Um, and that's us making fun of Ken cause he's old and he's on TV. So he literally uh, seems like he was like resurrected just for that moment. <laughs> like he woke up and stumbled no. in and he's like, Oh, oh, oh <laughs> I can't believe that. Danny Pellegrino was like, he got a shot and was like pushed on stage. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny cause someone posted a compilation of like, he's actually been involved in a lot of gossip moments on the show. Like he's like, did you hear that Jax and Laura Lee were having sex in the bathroom at sir like i guess he i guess he's got his finger on the pulse when his finger is not 
on the remote on a recliner watching <laughs> old episodes of Cheers. His finger is on the pulse. He okay. Talk about being worshipped, though. I love their relationship. I don't care. Lisa said when they started dating, they spent a year her and Ken where they didn't see anyone. And I'm like, I don't care. That's romantic. Cutting off your friends and family and your work associates is romantic. I don't care what anyone says. And just being with little dogs named Jiggy and um, your boyfriend, Ken, who, uh, who blindly defends you no matter what. That's the, that's goodbye, my Kyle. That's my thing with them. The blind defense of like the blind she, defense. She, she can do no wrong. That's what I want. I want blind defense. Is that too much to ask? Hello? Anyone? So, I need a best friend who's always had secretly a crush on me and been in love with me to step forward and say they'll blindly defend me no matter what. We're a veil. I want true romance. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast, This season will be even more revealing and more personal with more entrepreneurs, more trailblazers, more live events, more Martha, and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Walter Isaacson, about the geniuses who change the world. Encore Jane, about creating a billion-dollar startup. Dr. Elisa Pressman about the five basic strategies to help parents raise good humans. Florence Fabricant about the authenticity in the world of food writing. Be sure to tune in to season two of the Martha Stewart podcast. Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. Probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. 
Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So Ariana, in the meantime, has had her dog die, her grandmother die, and she's clearly going through it. She's like, I don't know. She's literally saying, I don't know. I'm having such a hard time. I don't know what to do next. And she's talked about having like basically suicidal depression before on the show. Yeah, she's she's struggled with like getting out of bed and, and talked about wanting to drive off a cliff. Like she is someone who, and listen to me when I say this, sometimes depression should not be, how do I say this? Sometimes when you're not feeling okay, it is circumstantial. It is that someone's around you being dishonest and you are not, you know, and it's not your fault, but like there have been situations and relationships when I was very young where I was depressed and I didn't realize it was maybe because someone who I was spending a lot of time with sucked. Yes. And Sandoval, we know like the Raquel thing is just the tip of the iceberg. He's been probably cheating on her for years. That's what um, Kristen Dowdy recently said on watch what happens live that she found out that he had hooked up with a friend of a friend of hers. And it's like, yeah, you are smarter, funnier, cooler than your boyfriend of 10 years. And he's probably cheating on you and like gaslighting you about it. Of course you're depressed, obviously like chemical imbalance and just like biology has a lot to do with that as well. But I, I think it's important to like remind ourselves, like, do you have a support network? Like, are you with someone who can like hold your hand through things or Are you with someone who the day your grandmother dies is at a Labor Day party that he won't leave and who lies to you about it? That was so fucking crazy. So basically, the the thing that was funny, too, is that like the lot. Okay, so first of all, I don't know if anyone's watching Love and Death on HBO. Um, I'm not really interested. I got to be honest. I'm done. Like, this is just a woman who had an affair and then killed someone because she had an affair. Like, can we get a little more dynamic than that? I know, but whatever. The point is that <laughs> I know, but I watch every true crime thing. I'm I know, watching. I know. I'm watching Saint X on Hulu. Okay, I'll watch anything. <laughs> so let's just say that um, Betty or what's I don't even know her name anymore. It's like there's the Elizabeth Olsen character who is also played by Jessica Biel in the Hulu version of the oh, show. Jessica Biel with her crazy wig. With the crazy wig. So they like have an affair with this woman's husband and then they kill the woman and in both iterations of the show there's like this thing where she is trying to cover up for herself so she keeps like repeating this very detailed story over and over again she's like oh well i tried to go to the target to buy father's day cards but then when i got there i realized that my my watch had stopped so i had to just come back to church and pick up the kids and i and i didn't even end up getting father's day cards at target and she keeps repeating it and people are like wait why are you giving so much detail that was like kind of what Sandoval was trying to do, but he was so bad at it. The first iteration being, oh, well, we were in the jacuzzi and then I said, oh, Raquel, uh, you're, you're too drunk. And then and so then Raquel dipped out. And then so I said, sleep on the couch. And then later he's like, so I said, sleep in the guest room. And then she dipped he out. But says, she, then she went to my room. I mean, the guest room like he is the dumbest man. And then when when Lala and Ariana confront him about the Labor Day thing, Lala is like, I was standing right there. Like when you got the text message, you just wanted to like stay at the party or whatever. And he said, I don't know why you have a problem with me. And she's like, I don't have a problem with you doing that. But Ariana does. And then Ariana says the most heartbreaking thing in her confessional where she's like, I will literally ride or die for this person. And what she means by that, we all know, is she will attend Tom Sandoval in the most extra concerts. And he, meanwhile, when she just found out her grandmother died, he's 
pretending he can't get a ride there when he blatantly has a ride and then lying and saying he was taking a shit so he didn't know that his friend was leaving. It's really, really depressing. And 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 I think also ride or die means she's blindly defended him. Like she's done what Schwartz yes. wouldn't do for Katie Maloney to Tom. Tom yes. has, like always yells at women. It's very weird. Uh, listen, you can like argue with women, but he's always, the way he lectured Katie in the last beach episode, it was A, obviously cocaine or Adderall, you know, supported by those uh, upper. But it was also so aggressive. And if my boyfriend spoke to a woman that way, I, there would be no choice. I would be like, no, absolutely not. I don't know who you are. Ariana for better, or for worse has stood behind him. She's only one time left and said, I'm not going to do the Tom fighting with girls thing right now. Yeah. And so at the same time, he can't even show up to her. He can't even leave a Labor Day party. I unfortunately identify with her. I know what this situation feels like. It's very painful. And, um, the hardest part about watching this was seeing how she was still so protective of their relationship and of him that on camera, she wasn't like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like she yeah. was not exploding and Lala, bless her heart, handled the situation so well. I really think her and Katie are MVPs this season. Lala looks at her and says, you can tell him I want you. I wanted you to be there. You can ask for that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. When you're dealing with someone, especially after, you know, 10 years, you probably get used to asking for less. And I think women are used to asking like the worship thing. I'm you we're used to asking for less in exchange for a false sense of security because you are not in a secure relationship if someone won't show up for you in one of the worst moments of your life. Well, it's also like I think it's upsetting that I think Lala speaking from a place of being in a relationship that was really unhealthy with Rand. And I, it's upsetting to remember that Ariana has talked about before Tom that she was in an abusive relationship. Like she probably was like, wow, Tom treats me. And she says when they first got together, like Tom is a narcissist and obviously like a cheater. Like he's he like love bombs and then he moves on to the next like project. So she talks about how like when they first got together, he like dropped everything for her. And I'm sure that felt like amazing and now has devolved into. <sighs> I just think I saw a, t a TikTok of Tom like making a joke about um, Raquel and Schwartz and the whole situation at one of his Tom Sandoval. Oh, yeah, most I watched shows. the same one. Yeah. And I'm just like, I really don't think like like I obviously we all disagree when Schwartz was on Watch What Happens Live and was like, Tom needs a hug. It's like. I really don't think he's affected by this at all because I think he's a narcissist and I don't think he feels feelings. I think he feels like victimized, but I don't think he's actually genuinely like, wow, I made a huge mistake. I completely agree. And, and I think therefore that he, has... he deserves everything that comes his way. I think he deserves to be tomatoed in the street. If I see him, I'm if I see him, I'm sprinting in overdrive to a bodega, buying tomatoes and throwing them in his face on the street. So I have a confession, which is that I'm concerned about Raquel. And I mean that oh, totally. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say I have a confession, which is I that love I Tom Sandoval. Ew. Can you imagine? He's not even my type and I've never found him attractive. He's I've, disgustingly I've ugly. I found Schwartz attack attractive, which is really sad. And I actually have had to turn off Vanderpump before because he triggers me so much by not sticking up for um, his wife. A lot of but, women, I think, can relate to that. Yeah. But I, um, I, I do think that Raquel is being like slut shamed by a nation, which I can't imagine how that feels. And listen, 
she, and I, I, I say this, um, prescriptively, not like as an insult. She is not smart. She is not a smart person. And she probably is like addicted to male attention. And she, I mean, listen, the footage is not making it easier on her, easy on her. Like when she's talking to James the last episode and she's like, all my experiences are done out of maybe growing, maybe not growing. And that is why I regret nothing. And I was like, the footage they have on this show is the, it's some of the craziest foreboding footage I've ever seen in my life. For instance, when Katie Maloney is talking to Ariana and Ariana says, I love Raquel. I trust her. Basically, don't make me choose between you and her. I, she says she's loyal. She's um, a good friend. All this stuff. And Katie says, I think it's a character thing. I do not believe this person can be shitty to one person and nice to someone else. My one thing with Raquel being dumb is that I think she's an alcoholic and it's like hard for me to imagine someone who's dumb. Like, I don't know. It's like it takes a certain amount of darkness to like drink that much. She does seem to be wasted like all the time. Like when she's in her confessional crying about not becoming Miss America or whatever. She seems like wasted. Like, I'm like, that's so interesting because that also makes sense. I, I was, I'm so curious. I don't understand the connection people have with her. Like Ariana has with her. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand basically. Like I actually can see being friends with Katie or like Stassi. Yeah. Um, totally. I, I don't understand the appeal of Raquel in any way, except that maybe like some guys like really tiny girls. I don't. And like with whiny voices, like I don't get it. Um, but when you drink all the time, I know this from experience and you meet someone who drinks all the time, you kind of allow, you build a friendship off of that. And it takes a while to notice maybe that you don't have a lot in common except drinking. Like it really does. One of my best friends in college, we just both had drinking problems. That was literally what our friendship was. And we like shared a sense of humor and stuff like that. And, but when I stopped drinking, it was kind of like, it was not as close and maybe that had to do with me more. And it probably did. Like she was a great person, but we bonded because we both liked drinking 80 ounces of malt liquor. And, um, yeah, that's not, um, normal. I think that the guys like Raquel cause she can hang and drink. Yes. And I think that is why Ariana probably connects with her as well. And Shayna, Shayna's I've had her number since day one, since she told Shay, her first husband at their anniversary dinner to order every drink on the menu. And when she told him, I want you to just control your drinking, not get sober because yeah, I don't want want a husband who doesn't drink. I want you to have be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, the finale is let's see our moon landing. Well, yeah, I want to see when it is though. Okay. So the finale is a week from this Wednesday. That's fucking crazy. That is can, crazy. You can tell because it's like, and it there is, has to be part two. It's going to be part twos. Thank God. No, no, no. The reunion is going to be four parts at least. Oh, that's, that's, oh. that's what Lisa Vanderpump said. Um, so Lisa, Lisa must be tired. They need to like, they, they have Penn a is month, be like wheeled out. They have a month of reunions for us in June, but, um, I think the finale is week after next. I think it kind of makes sense. It's like getting to the point where it's just intense, like detective work. It's crazy drama. It's you cannot miss a minute of this. Uh, it's, it's interesting, too. Um, I, I really thought this episode like production has to know they have to know. But I guess Andy Cohen said on his podcast recently that production, he grilled them that, you know, 
you know, did you or did you not know? And production said, no, we've just followed Ariana's lead. Meaning like she knows her boyfriend. She probably knows if this is happening. And it's honestly when I, I believe that she did not believe anything was happening. Yeah. When he, oh my God, we have to talk about this. He gifts Raquel oh. a pair of Versace sunglasses. He's like, me and Ariana got you a gift. Someone on Twitter pointed out he is gifting his mistress in front of his partner. And he's like, these are With 1991. He always has a shitty eating grin on. That's what's so disgusting yeah, to me. It's really disgusting. As Casey Wilson said, him giving his Raquel his, his her birthday toast was one of the craziest things she ever saw. And she said, like, she was talking to Danielle bitch says, like, what if David Caspi at your birthday was like jumping across the table to tell you like how amazing you are? I um but I want to get back to the birthday gift because uh, someone on Twitter caught. And again, our soldiers on TikTok and Twitter and Reddit are, are really doing the work. Um, but someone on Twitter said, you can see Ariana go, what? Like she did not know that they were buying her sunglasses. Well, I also think that, um, it's very dark. The moment where Raquel talks about, like she like cries and is like, this is my core group of people at my birthday. Cause it's also like, if you think about it, it's depressing to think that she only joined the cast a couple of seasons ago. She was a random fan who went to a James Kennedy show. It's like, so does she have no friends in the real world? Like she just, these are her closest people, the guy she's fucking and his girlfriend of nine years. Like it's really depressing and glamping okay, is I depressing. Have a, I have a quick question. Yeah. Do you think Brock made out with her? Like some people are no, saying. I honestly okay. don't. Yeah. It would be weird. Hard to find the time. Sheena, I got to say, looks absolutely cuckoo bananas. She looks cuckoo thing. bananas. But I think Brock honestly seems like a good person. And when when Ariana is like crying and she's like, I wish I could talk to her, uh, my grandmother again. And he's like, you can. She's with you all the time. I was like, OK, you're like fucking sweet, I have to say. And he's honestly the hottest guy that's been on the show in a very long time. Like, I was like, wow, Sheena really did. I mean, listen, he's got other kids, but <laughs> listen, maybe we, don't, we don't know the story. We don't, we we don't, don't know. know. The whole story. It's probably pretty bad. We don't need to know about it. But but in this as world, Ariana is saying that Tom, worst actor on television, wipes his eyes as if there's tears oh my falling God, the from fake it. Crying. I forgot about the fake crying. The fake crying is so dehydrated. I'm like, it's because I think because he's a cokehead and he's drinking all the time. It's like he doesn't even have the moisture to create a fake cry. So there's nothing coming out. Same in the next week's episode where he tries to gaslight her and he's like, well, he's like pretending to cry and saying like, well, I just like feel like we don't have sex and I want us to be close again. And he's fake crying. There's nothing coming out. And she's staring at him. You can tell she's just like, you're so full of shit and I hate you. She, in these moments, in the fights, for instance, the one where she said, maybe don't take shots when, you know, you're trying to fertilize my eggs. And he talks about how she's not supportive of him. And he's like, everybody needs to, like, let loose and have fun. She's like, can't you have fun without taking shots? She also <laughs> is looking at him like, what's going on? I and know. I know exactly that feeling of like, it's and I know it doesn't have to be cheating. It's more like, what are you doing? Why are you picking a fight with me? Yes. Like, why are you not liking me right now? Like something's going on because she knows he's trying to create a storyline. Also, it's so layered and complicated. Yes, 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 yes. We're so lucky to live in this time. We are. We're blessed. I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol. 
you don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> As a high school student. Plus legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. Top. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat okay. the, eat all the leftover the leftover chocolate chips, which was a lot. Then you'd roll the barrel oh, up, so to, up the hill and then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down. And we've also had an amazing guest like Mike the Miz, Jason Isbell, Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and many more. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear, with Shannon Doherty. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career. I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer, the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it. It's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 